can't sleep when you're not there. It's a Sorry, I can't hear you. Yeah, There's a wild I. person singing into my ears. I can't sleep. It's a nightmare. You're really giving me Jordan Sparks. No you're air. Oh. No air. Oh, yeah. Do you expect me to live alone? Just me. Because my world revolves around you. It's so hard for me to breathe. Tell me how I'm supposed to breathe with no air. Can't live, can't breathe with no air. That's how I feel when I know you ain't there. It's nowhere, nowhere. Got me out here in the water so deep. So deep. How you gonna believe without me? If you can't be I just can't breathe. It's no air, no air. No air, air. We should start wow. the show like that. <laughs> the Sesh Podcast, episode 153, take one. Hello, creamers and dreamers and steamers. Welcome to our tea party. Back me up. Hello. <laughs> good day. Good day, Julie. Cheers. Good day, Julie. Oh, do you, are you caught up on I'm Big not, Brother? I'm not actually. I'm still like one behind, um, oh, but no. I'm mostly caught up. So did you see the double eviction? I did not actually. I oh, fell asleep. Boy. Well, then let's not talk anymore. I'll okay. give it away for you. Anyways, hello. Welcome, Welcome back. back to the sesh. We are so happy to have you here today. I think I have a terrible accent, but... I think we just do this the whole show. I think show. we're going to be talking like this the entire time. I would love to be a British lady. Would you? If you could have any accent in the world, what would it be? Mm, probably Australian. Same. But I can't do that one. No? Mm-mm. Don't know how? No. I, the only one I can sort of do is British. Yes. If just a tiny, If there's tiny anyone bit. out there with the British accent, give us a rating. Mm. Well, today we are, we are being very British because we are going to be doing a tea party a real tea party with a real tea set. China. This is fine China. Fine China. Finest China that Amazon has, in fact. (laughs) And we are going to be doing a book club. So what else would we do other than having some tea and crumpets? Thank you. What Uh, is a fucking crumpet? It's a biscuit. A crumpet is a... Remember we looked it up? Oh, yes. It's It's an English muffin, essentially. But we just call them English muffins here because we're trash. I believe so, yes. I love an English muffin, actually. I haven't had one of those in many a time. Very good. I love Mm, a good English. I love an English muffin. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Anyways, um, Krilly has made us a beautiful assortment of sandwiches. I forgot the word. Well, it's only one kind of sandwich. It's not an assortment. Okay. It's a beautiful one assortment. One type of sandwich. Yes. It's filled with cucumber and... (laughs) Cucumber. (laughs) Cream cucumber. (laughs) It's cucumber, dill, (laughs) cheese, cream cheese. And um, that's it. Mm. Okay. Very, very nice. We've cut off the crusts. Yes. So and we also have a little bit of mm. coffee cake. Coffee cake. Very good. Very good. I am Kendall and this is I'm my Janelle. co-host Janelle. Hello. And we have two English muffins with us in the house. Peace. Our English muffin Sydney and our English muffin Corelli. Our producers. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Happy Thank to you. be here. Welcome. <laughs> And <laughs> yes, we're going to be having a tea party you just today. Gave up the accent. Oh well, I'm already seeing the comments now, and they're saying "shut the fuck up" with that. You have 
five more minutes of accent, then I'll stop it. But I'm okay. not ready to stop it All yet. Right, just the intro? Just All right. the intro. The well, t- the reason we are having a tea party <laughs> is because we are going to be talking about Britney Spears' new memoir, which is just lovely. So, and, so good. Oh my gosh, I we can't even so tell thoughts. you. We all have listened to it. And yes, so many thoughts. I wrote down so many notes. I uh, don't know how I'm going to get through all of my thoughts. But first off the bat, I just want to say that you got to get it and listen to it yes. yourself because we can't possibly go over every single bit Ew. of it. And it is just so good, so juicy, so sad, honestly. Really, really sad, heartbreaking. Yeah. It's called The Woman in May. We all listen to an audible because we don't know how to read. Um, but <laughs> that is the truth. <laughs> but it was really, really good. Was I good think. Listen, you want to know something? What? I think the last time I actually read a book was CSAP. <laughs> you read a book for CSAP? What, what yeah. kind of book are you reading for CSAP? When I was in like fifth grade, you know, there's no book to be reading for CSAP. Like yeah. reading the CSAP book. After you finish your test, oh, you have to read. Yes. And that was the last time I've read. Oh, that's embarrassing for you. <laughs> yes, it's quite embarrassing. I only do audible now okay but i do love audible i do love audible audible.com slash kendall ray oh, oh check it out it also works on i don't sesh. think oh it doesn't yes, we have a sash code yes. oh then use that one it's old as shit though but it still works it works i I, it? I used yeah. it i i, yeah. I tested it out yes. oh very nice Ooh, I know what that yes, very audible nice. is great though and you can listen to it on two times speed for all mm. you crazy adhders out there that like things to be fast girl i don't know how you do that I love it Two like that. time speed. I like I listen every- at one point one. That's my that's I my sweet spot. Any faster, it's going. You mean one point two five? No, one point one speed. That's so thing, it, okay. it's not that yes. much faster at all. No, it's just it's, like a tiny bit. I like just it enough. when it's like spitting information <laughs> at my face as fast as possible. See, I that's when I miss it. You know, with eighty, I don't know how your ADHD works, but uh, mine is like even on regular speed. Yeah. I miss huge sections and I'm constantly going back. Well, my brain, if things are too slow, my brain has the opportunity to zone out. Wander. See, my my brain wanders no matter what speed. So I'm going back no matter what. Okay. Yes, I definitely had to re-listen to one or two chapters, though, because I completely zoned out. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I was like, oh, shit, I don't know what they're talking about. Well, this book... Oh my gosh, there's so much to say. Shall we just dive in with that, ladies? Honestly, let's just the dive woman in, in ladies. May. But first, we need to the get woman in May. some tea here. What kind of tea do we have? We have oh, English yes, breakfast. Oh no, we have Earl Grey. Earl Grey mm-hmm. is the tea of Britain, I'm pretty sure. Is it? Yes. Okay. I went to London and they were drinking that. Also got some steamed milk back there. Oh, thank you, ma'am. Look at the tea. Madam. Mm-hmm. This is the sound of the teapot. <laughs> It's ready. Why? Steaming. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> have you ever heard a tea kettle? It screams when yes, it's I ready. Have. This I one is ready. Did. Would you ladies like your tea now? Um, we've got our tea. No worries. You have your tea over there? Okay. We've do you need some tea. cream? They've been creamed already, I believe. <laughs> okay. Okay. And what about uh, sugar cubes? Are there no sugar cubes? This is not an established... <laughs> This is not an established tea party without sugar cubes. I think there's honey in the back room, perhaps. Oh my God, mercy. <laughs> Sorry, I just choked a little bit. But might I say that this sandwich is absolutely mm. decadent. I need it's to phenomenal. try one. Absolutely delicious. Mm. Oh. Oh my God. Mm. Mm. You really outdid yourself there, honey. Yeah, I did can it, honey. Can I tell you something? Yes. Um, I used vegan mayo. Why is there mayo in here? 
thought it was just cream cheese. Thin mayo. You make it a little less viscous. Mm. It's, it's so delicious. Scrumptious. You can barely taste it. It was the, mm-hmm. the smallest dash. Mm. I love sandwiches. Absolutely delicious. I love it. Okay, how long are we keeping up these accents? I think we're going to stop right about now. Okay, that's over. Bit done. Let us know if you want us to do this every episode, though. <laughs> we'll do a new accent every episode. We'll do it for see you. the comments. Like, please stop. It's Shut so up. bad. Well, I'll sorry. catch the next episode. We are sorry. But, but I'm not, yes, not really sorry. Oh, it's so fun oh, to back have on. <laughs> it is so fun. It's Imagine so trying fun. to do this the entire episode. It's so fun having that. Oh Why can't Americans have an accent? No. Well, we do. Apparently, it's yeah. just called stupid. Well, see out here, listen, we're in red farmers. We're all down here. We have red farmers. Oh, proud to be an American. How's that tea? Cheers, honey. I mean, cheers, brother. Cheers, brethren. Welcome to America. Delicious. Delicious. This size isn't going to be an American. Okay, this is I've never been to Europe, but I have heard that everything in Europe is tiny. And if you order a large, it's like a uh-huh. small here. It's true. That's crazy. Thanks, Sydney. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. These sandwiches, though. Ooh, Sydney, bring over a couple more. They're really good. Where do we start? Oh, my gosh. So much. So much to say. This book. Okay. Like I said, you guys have got to check it out. You've got to get on the bandwagon for this book. It is fascinating. And this is one of the times, one of the really, one of the only times we've really heard from Britney Spears in her own words. You know, that documentary came out, but that she had nothing to do with that. It was mm-hmm. other people telling her story. And she even said in the book that the documentaries, when they started coming out, like she's like, I appreciate people trying to raise awareness, but it was still hurtful like to see people kind of like speculating about me mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I'm sure that's such a double-edged sword for mm-hmm. her because she needed the awareness. She needed people to know what was going on, but it was all out of her control. Couldn't speak for herself. I mean, we did hear her speak to the judge mm-hmm. that one time, that audio recording. We played all that time back, which she goes over in the book. Um, but this was so different to hear it uh, all from her. I will say, I'm quite sure it wasn't her writing the book. Like, she definitely had a ghostwriter, someone oh, there with yeah. her to, like, I'm sure she did. Make it, it sound... Her story. And, yeah. Yeah, to make it sound like a book. Right. A like book. a book. <laughs> But it was um, just mind-blowing, everything that she's been through. And it made me really reflect on how much of a fan I am of Britney Spears. I'm not a big fangirl for really anything. But I've like if there's one person other than Seth Rogen that I'm a true stand for, it's, it's Britney. You know? Grew up with her. That's the thing. God, I remember so clearly dancing with my little Hello Kitty pink boom box mm-hmm. with my Britney CD. Yes. Jumping on my bed, pretending to make a dance to her music. Me and Janelle had some real good dance numbers. You should have seen us back in the day. Mm-hmm. Listen, ladies, we had some moves, mm-hmm. especially to Toxic. Mm. That was one of our classic songs. Oh, I'll never forget that. My made our bedroom. Own, yes, we made a warning signs. sign. You should have a warning. We just yeah, for we like pulled it up. We're like, oh, warning. God. Mm-hmm. Then we would perform our dances to try and convince our parents to let us sleep over at each other's houses. Yeah, that's that's what you do. When you have a sister or a cousin. They yeah. want to see kids perform an <laughs> annoying skit. They're like, you know what? You deserve a sleepover. <laughs> exactly. That's how it works. <laughs> Anyways. I can't believe this, but my first own music that I had was Britney Spears. And I had her first album on cassette tape. And I remember being so pissed because my grandma wouldn't buy me the CD because she thought I would break it. <laughs> well, remember like when CDs were becoming a thing and DVDs, they were like, 
so obsessed like don't touch it mm-hmm. like you mm-hmm. hold it like this on yes. the sides like and i always think like what was gonna happen and i'd accidentally touch it did you ever hear that you could clean a cd or a dvd in the toilet <laughs> no i had a friend who was like oh yeah dude all we gotta do put it in the toilet it'll fix it and, like, and we used to do it. it yeah drop it in give it a flush try it again <laughs> what is up with you in toilets <laughs> It wasn't me. It was my friend. Okay, but like you also have stories about you putting... Oh, no, that was Annalie. Yeah, I was going to say, you're talking about my sister. She, she put the Barbies and the lamp in the toilet. That sounds mm-hmm. like it runs in the family. I mean, it does. <laughs> Not my family. It can be fun play places, great Barbie pools, I will say. But then my first CD that I ever saved my own money for, and I remember so clearly going to the record store back when they actually had CD stores. Yep. The one, uh, I won't say where it is. Okay. That could dox us. All right. But... Yes, I remember going to it. It's over near your house. And buying my first seat, like counting out my cash to to get it. And it was the second Britney Spears album. And then I went home and like took the album art apart and cut it all up and put mm. it in my little bulletin board and just love Britney. I she love is Britney. an icon. And I love her even more now because I truly feel that Britney Spears is someone who like wasn't built for fame. That she is so down to earth and a genuine yes. person in her soul, in the depths of her heart, that it's heartbreaking to hear what she went through. I mean, she was just raked over the coals. Oh, horrible. The stuff she went through, mm-hmm. the media from like day one, essentially, yep. at such a young age, and is still going through. It's just so heartbreaking. And you know, like you said, Kendall, a, a lot of her, like the first half of her book is about her like upbringing and early career. Like maybe first quarter before the conservatorship and Mm -hmm. you know the all the other stuff but she talks so much about how she just wants to she just wanted to sing and dance and like she Mm -hmm. you know it it never really seemed like it was about the fame if as long as she could sing and dance she felt like what she was really cared about Mm -hmm. yeah she felt like she was home when Mm -hmm. she was like on stage and just performing and something that this book really did was i mean over the course of the last 20 years for her she's been completely dehumanized Mm -hmm. and this book really really humanized humanized her again and Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. totally agree and she's relatable you know what i mean relatable in ways that we wouldn't know because of the because of the way the media has portrayed her like it's really sad to see like what the what the like the entertainment business did to britney because she yeah i don't know it's just it's i don't know it's crazy and like i'm finally i'm happy that she finally had like this is like her one time to speak. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, her opportunity mm-hmm. to she say found what she it. wants. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think it's so easy to forget that celebrities, especially pop stars, people that are like larger than life, just massive stars, are real people deep down. And that's mm-hmm. why I love when people write books like this and mm-hmm. you can hear about what their childhood was like. Mm-hmm. And there's so many relatable parts. Um, yes, I I thought a lot about that when she talked about how for her what's most thrilling about it all is not the fame, not the money, not the album sales. It's, it's the work part of it. Yes. It's dancing. It's the, the sweat on the floor the, mm-hmm. and the, you can tell from her Instagram now seeing her dance, you know, doing her, she has so much passion yeah. for, um, athletic. What am I trying to say? <laughs> for, for, like, for dancing, physical, but for, for physical performance. <laughs> <laughs> For activities. <laughs> she got passion for activities. Um, but yeah, it's it's really um, so interesting to hear about her life. I thought it was very interesting how she talks about her grandma a lot in the mm-hmm. beginning of the book. And she talks about how her grandmother went through so much abuse. And I mean, 
I, I want, I don't want to give right, it's all, everything away, Yeah, but she had a very traumatic life and was also on lithium at one point mm-hmm. was put on lithium. And that parallel was very interesting to see her add that right in the beginning of the book, talking about her grandma on lithium and then her experience with lithium and, and how terrible it was um, talking about her parents and her brother's accident. I had never really yep. knew the story. I knew it something had happened, but yep. hearing about all that from her perspective and how much she cared for her brother. Yeah, and she like slept by his side for yes. years. years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was, um, I won't lie. It was a little, it's hard to hear for me to hear people talk about alcoholism in your family. Mm-hmm. And that's something I've never really opened up about and I don't really want to, but it can be kind of triggering for me because I, I relate to a lot of what she went through as a kid. And um, it's just, it's insane how much your parents can affect your entire life and yeah. everything that she went through with them and how horrible her parents are just straight evil. My no, God, evil. like these two are not meant, they were not meant to be. Parents. Oh my God, <laughs> just terrible. Um, but she also goes through a lot of different points in her career that you probably remember seeing in the press or mm-hmm. seeing different performances and breaking those down, like talking about the snake at the mm-hmm. VMAs. Not and she how she was like scared of yeah, them. Uh, who wouldn't be? God. Yeah. Well, I guess a lot of people wouldn't be. I would be scared. I love snakes, but I think that would freak me out. Well, the fact that she's like, we had no like, you know, if they started attacking us, it was just me and like the handler, some like other girl or something that was there. And she was like, yeah, yeah I had no practice. Essentially, just threw the snake on me and sent me out. Yep. Yep. But just like the grind too in the beginning days, my mind's going all over the place as I'm remembering things. But the early days of her career when she, when she was, moved to New York. Right? Yes. Yeah. And she was doing that play or musical mm-hmm. and they were going to make her perform on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Like, God, some of these child stars go through so much. Yeah, I can't imagine putting my child through what these people do. It's it's insane. This the grueling schedules. Their childhood's mm-hmm. totally taken from them. Yeah, she's only like nine years old too yeah, yeah. when they went to New York, yeah. and then like that's insane. And yeah. and what's crazy is like they're making the money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. Yep. Yep. Funding everyone mm-hmm. her whole life. Yep. Pretty much. Yeah, she talks a lot about her father at the beginning and. And his father also was yes. abusive. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know her life growing up in Louisiana and how she, you know, her family was pretty poor. They didn't have a lot, and so she she lived like a pretty simple life mm-hmm. in the early days. And then, like that's what blows my mind is I can't imagine going from just being a normal kid, living your life in the South yep. within like a few years you're like the biggest pop star mm-hmm. there is what a whirlwind and everyone's looking at you and everyone's watching you and critiquing you and you're working these crazy hours and performing on tv and it's yeah i don't know it's crazy yeah it's it's insane thinking about what that would be like as a child you mm-hmm. know? she was also talking about her um her experience on um with Mickey Mouse Club and yes, stuff, and that's yep. when she met Justin and Christina Aguilera and all those mm-hmm. people as well. And like, I mean, at that time, she was like the breadwinner for the family. And yeah, I know she talked about how her dad had opened up the that gym um in their hometown. Yes, and that now everyone got buff. Everyone got buff. Yeah, and then like a few hours later, or a few years later, because of his addiction, it all kind of you know dwindled down. And so I don't know. It's just very 
again, like it's all very things that are extremely relatable that you like the media just would never like they they would they they just have never given her any sort of grace. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like I don't know, so I don't much know. more brutal on her than any other celebrity. Oh, one hundred. It's it's truly remarkable to see how much she was attacked and scrutinized. And we have those um clips from Diane. If you want yeah, to. yeah, we'll definitely get into that too. Um, but yeah, I totally agree with you, Corelli. I think that was the biggest takeaway for me is how relatable she is. She really does seem like such a genuine, down to earth person that anyone would. She's so non judgmental and fun and free spirited, and she just wants to have a good time. She's so loving for her to like, you know, even when she was, I don't think she talked about this in the book. This was another interview, but um, when she first moved into her big mansion, she still cleaned a lot of her house and like did laundry mm-hmm. and cooked. And she said she like loves doing those types of things. And I don't know. I think she's managed somehow with everything she's been through to, to re- maintain a lot of her true personality and her, her down to earth yeah. features. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I just love her. But incredibly sad book, I will say that in advance. There were several times where I was tearing up because it's just so unbelievably brutal what she went through. There were several times where I was listening to it while doing laundry and stuff and Josh was listening or cooking and even he was like, God, this is insane. Like This is just so brutal. And he's seen all the documentaries and everything, but there's something about it coming from her words yeah. that just, it's it's hard to even imagine what it would have been like and how no one was on her side at some point no in one. her life. She was so alone. Everyone took advantage of her for so long. To have your parents her. use you, uh, I mean, at all, right, throughout your life is really yeah. sad. But at such a young age is so devastating, especially when you have a sibling mm-hmm. who is also, you know, not, I mean, not to the fa- fame level that Brittany was at all by her when she was that young, but it was such a double standard for her and Jamie Lynn. Like Jamie Lynn mm-hmm. was best buddies with her dad and could basically do whatever she wanted and, yep. you know, got nothing but praise according to Brittany. And, you know, she's over here getting treated like shit essentially. And um, how drastically different their upbringings were. Cause they have quite an age difference yes. and Brittany had already brought the money into the family. So mm-hmm. Jamie grew up way differently than her. Yeah. Access to a lot of different things. Well, even, even the point of like, I mean, not shaming Jamie Lynn at all, but she was a teen mom. Right. And like, mm-hmm. Her family, I mean, yeah, like there was a lot of public, like, public scrutiny from the media and stuff, but I just feel like if maybe if that had been Brittany, like it would have been taken to a completely different level. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, um, yeah. And I honestly, that's even a probably like probably a big reason why she didn't she didn't come out until recently, until this book about her experience with JT um, mm-hmm. when she had the abortion. Oh yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? We yeah, gotta get talk into about that. JT. Yeah, let's jump into that because that has definitely been the biggest headline here. Um, oh boy. So they met really young mm-hmm. and started hanging out and she talked about how she like basically fell in love with him and was like head over heels with him, wanted to be with him and that for a while it was really good. Like the two of them got along really well and spent so much time together and would go out and you know like the the iconic um jean yeah the <laughs> denim on denim yep. outfit mm-hmm, mm-hmm, which i like, told the story behind that or whatever and so yeah for a long time it seemed like they were really great together but obviously as his fame grew you know so did the the i guess eyes on him and him he was really starting being portrayed as like this kind of like bad boy like heartbreaker type of like heartthrob i should say yeah 
which is interesting because as soon as Britney starts to get a little bit older, people start looking at her as like, oh, you're being promiscuous and you're not, you know, being a good role model for these young girls. And it's such a double standard, which is just so so unfair i was like he's on the cover magazine with his shirt off and he's mm-hmm, sexy and, mm-hmm. and he's like the teen heartthrob or whatever and she sexy back yeah yeah <laughs> and she tries to you know be sexy in any way and nope can't do that or oh you're like, a wait, bad influence you're supposed and, to be a role model right but like why like she signed up to be a role model mm-hmm. girl scout leader of america i don't understand and it's interesting seeing um all the Justin stuff from behind the scenes too. It was interesting how she kind of pointed out how he would talk when black people were around. Mm-hmm. That was very, it, it makes a lot of sense when you look back at his old music. And she was like, he had a lot of swagger. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's, yeah, he's been ac- accused of being sort of a culture vulture. And did you know that a ton of his songs actually are Michael Jackson rejects? that he didn't use really yeah but that got exposed a little while back because he got some heat for that and then what he did to janet jackson too mm-hmm. ripping off her her shirt her shirt and that's that was- always been it wasn't an accident was it not it seems like i don't know i truly don't know what i, I think know. on i've watched it so many times and i can't tell if it's an accident or not can't imagine janet was part of planning that because it like really hurt her career and yeah. damaged her while it elevated his mm-hmm. well even in the video like i don't know if we can play it but like she looks completely like surprised yeah i mean i don't know it looks like he did it intentionally but maybe he didn't maybe he i don't know maybe it was, really was a wardrobe malfunction i've always like made excuses for him and thought was it her, just been I always an accident liked him. i've always liked justin timberlake too was it her whole boob that was out like nipple and all oh yeah and it was on the super bowl it's on live tv yeah what Millions year was of people that saw that like i don't that. know i want to say 2002 something like somewhere in there 2005 but yeah i mean there's always double standards for men in this industry that that like catapulted him oh totally damaged janet and like a lot of the things with britney he really excelled after she started well i guess we should back up. yeah i'll get back up so they they break up or no before that before that he starts cheating on her yes like all the time and she says that she knew about it Mm -hmm. and that she was so in love with him that she kind of just looked past it yep, and ignored it. And she really thought that they'd be together forever. And then she finds out that she's pregnant mm-hmm. and she tells Justin and Justin's like, I don't think we should have the kid. We're too young. It's going to look bad. I think Says she's getting ready abortion. to have I'm not baby. ready. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> she ends up getting an abortion at home. Well, she has the pills. Yeah. It's a medical abortion. So right. a lot of people but- do that. I know, but she kept saying she wanted to go to the hospital and yeah, well, they I wanted she, her to stay home because of paparazzi, paparazzi. And shit. Oh, could you imagine? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which she is- kept thinking, like, why aren't they taking me to a doctor? Because she describes it as incredibly painful, mm-hmm. extremely emotional. She was on the floor hugging the toilet of her bathroom for hours. And what is Justin Timberlake doing? Gets out his little guitar. Plays a little song. Plays for. some songs. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that was that was probably the biggest bombshell from this book is that she and Justin got pregnant and she had an abortion. Yeah. And she was sort of forced into it. From Which the way by the way, clearly that. no shame to anyone who chooses to get an abortion, oh, but it, it is sad to see that it seems as though she really regrets it and really didn't want that and was kind of persuaded and forced to get it. Right. Um, and still to this day has a lot of trauma and 
sadness and grief over it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the way she talks about it, I mean, she's... And then that one, what was the song we were literally just watching? Every time, yeah. the music video, go back and watch it. You'll see it with whole new eyes now. It's. I was like blown away because I've always wondered what that music video was about. When I was a kid, I used to think it was Kevin Federline and it was just kind of like this yeah. story, but I never understood the baby in it and what it meant and yeah. why she almost dies in it. And mm-hmm. there's some deeper meaning there. I mean, I don't know how we all didn't see that. And it seems like she's been trying to tell people things for a long time. Yeah, that yeah, does. So then after that happens, <laughs> this motherfucker dumps her over a text loser it reminded me of when russell brand dumped katie perry right before her show remember that over that was so sad saddest video oh my god yeah totally um devastated britney too broke her heart yep Mm -hmm. and it seemed as though she was heartbroken for years really yeah and and it took her a long time to accept that and and move on from it Mm -hmm. meanwhile i think he was kind of just like yeah, I think I think everything for him has been a career move. I'm seeing him in a whole different light now too. Yeah, because he really used their breakup to to gain sympathy and to gain traction. Yeah, this mm-hmm. was so sad. She was saying how so many of his songs mm-hmm. were, you know, written to, to, for the public to think like, oh, he's heartbroken and he's sad and he's going through a loss. And she's like, and behind closed doors, I'm over here so depressed I can barely get out of bed. I'm absolutely devastated. And he's mm-hmm. making these like huge career moves. Mm-hmm. Making these huge songs, "Cry Me a River," cry, yeah, with a lookalike of her in the music video, yeah. yeah, and and the public is like, "Oh, you poor yeah. thing, poor, poor Justin, poor Justin." How you know, Brittany? How could you do that to him? Mm-hmm. She talks about the Matt Lauer interview, which I so wanted to play some clips from it because it's mind blowing. It is. Um, unfortunately, it's copyrighted, but I, I recommend checking yeah. out some of her old interviews and stuff and things that are brought up in this book because it's interesting to see them in hindsight, mm-hmm. but. He he brings that up too, like, oh, you sounds like you just crushed Justin. Right. Like, you know. And it seemed like the way they edited the interview, anything that she said that was in favor of herself or I don't know, maybe tore him down a little bit was cut out. It is so weirdly cut yeah. down. I wish I could explain it better and but go watch, watch it. it. Yeah. It's it puts it in a different light for mm-hmm. sure. So Justin's getting fucking ripped apart right now. Um, when she's trying to make his big comeback. This is so deserved, in my opinion. Honestly, the timing of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nin- in sync. I always say nin sync. Nin sync. In sync. They're they've been trying to come back. Well, not anymore. Their tours canceled. <laughs> oh, hang whoa, on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Their tour dates be canceled. Well, it has been a rough week for him even before that because <laughs> have you seen this video? I can't believe you guys haven't seen this. It's been all over the internet. It's so funny. Okay, throw it there. I mean, and the timing could not have been more divine. People are just ripping him apart. <laughs> it looks like a science teacher. Justin? Yes. What is this? It's him dancing recently. <laughs> he, I mean, he's really trying to, they were trying to make a big comeback. Does that not look like your fifth grade science teacher right there? Yeah, it definitely does. It's giving biology teacher. Yep. First science teacher. <laughs> Ew. Oh, <laughs> look at the shoes. Oh. My God, he really thought he ate too. Yeah, he did. He thought Yikes, he ate, left no crumbs. Dude, that Go to the is second cringe. video. Jamie French, she is so funny. It, it is Jamie French, right? Why am I? I don't know. Blanking on her name. No, it is Jamie French. Why does it sound wrong to me in my head for a second? Who is Jamie French? She's so funny. She's a YouTuber. She added these sounds to it. 
<laughs> so fucking funny. DC, check out my khakis. <laughs> <laughs> so that's actually what he's doing, though. <laughs> oh, buddy. It's so brutal. Okay, and then the next one, I saw this one last night. I was dying. I hope it doesn't get copyrighted. Dude, what is up with that outfit? I might, we may have chose. to cut it really short. Dude, come on. Oh my god, okay, talk so over funny. this. Okay, copyright, yeah. copyright, copyright. <laughs> oh my god. So true, though. Oh my god. No, it's literally the cotton That's so great. Oh my god, I love it. So yeah, he's getting annihilated. He had to turn off all his... um. Comments. Instagram comments. It was brutal. Hit us with some of the comments. And then his instinct buddies are like, uh, we <laughs> like, hope that you guys can forgive him. Yeah. Please. Like Lance Bass this was our like, moment to shine. Lance Bass is like, oh, everyone deserves a chance to tell their story. I'm glad Brittany did. And I think we should have forgiveness. Mm, yeah. And I think we should get our tour, tour back, back on, He's on like, the roll here. We were really we about to, to put go that big. shit back on People were so excited about the tour. It was like two weeks ago. It was my whole TikTok feed. People being like, listen, <laughs> Gen Z, you better not buy up all our millennial tickets. We're going to this. I was kind of like, mm, maybe I'll go. That'd be fun. I was more of a Backstreet Girl. I I have seen the Backstreet Boys a few times. You have? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I saw them like, God, around the time I met Josh, like 2010 was the last time I saw them. But yeah, I love the Backstreet not Boys. Not Nemo. In sync. Maybe the Backstreet Boys are like, hmm. Oh, they are. They're like, they're like, hell, this is this our moment really to sweep good. in. Okay. We ain't have any of this shit in no. our, our closets. We're all good. <laughs> One of the top comments says, your career is going to go bye, bye, bye. Why, why, why? Okay, I will say this. He was also very young yes. and very, um, you know, clearly he's a child star. So yeah, I understand to some degree, like I'm sure his publicists were telling him things and the media is telling him things and I'm he's an say- impressionable young man yeah i'm not saying I see like that. oh I see that but like i also i'm not over here trying to defend the dude but i also can understand that he was also very young new to fame mm-hmm. he didn't have a lot of experience in the media mm-hmm. so take that for what it's worth i don't know though his character his i think actions for me it's sitting standing by knowing what the fuck she's been going through all this time and not saying shit yeah. all these years i never agree standing that. up for her like where mm-hmm. were you all this time no, bro totally i completely agree with that after like all this because sh- the whole free free britney movement has been going on for like yes. what since 2016 where or something were you yeah and no i agree with that. part of her emotional trauma and issues that she's had are, are trauma Correctly. from fucking you no totally. so i don't know he i should have been you know once he realized years later all the shit that he has caused he should have been knocking on her door with an apology I don't feel bad for him with the shit he's getting right now i mean some of the comments of course are like ridiculous and going too far and but i think given everything she's been through it's time for him to get a little taste and it's not gonna be nearly as brutal as what she's gone oh. through all this time yeah someone said i lit a candle for this flop round of in sync <laughs> <laughs> oh in sync remember when he put out the fucking Trolls soundtrack song. Yeah. And it was on all our top charts. That like dance, 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 wink, pink, me. I <laughs> hate that song and I am angry at him for doing that. Wait, alone. how does it go again? I can't see your feet when you dance. dance, dance, dance no, that's not the lyrics, girl. but something like that. See. What was it? Dance, dance. I, I can't know. feel my face when I'm with no, you. That's, that's the weekend. The weekend. <laughs> anyway, that was a hot steaming pile can't of garbage and he did that to us. That so song? I'm so still just mad. Dance, 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 mm-hmm. dance. It's from the fucking Trolls soundtrack. He is a troll. Yeah, he is. 
So, yeah, I mean, and it was interesting to hear even back then. She talks a lot about the VMAs. This was one of the most interesting parts of the book to me is I used to watch the VMAs every year. So I remember this performance so well. She had just, you know, been through a ton of shit. I don't want to go into every single part of this book because I want I want people to get it themselves. But at the VMAs, she had just she was just coming, making another comeback. She was totally pressured into doing this performance. She had had a baby. She wasn't feeling like herself. And she had all this pressure to like prove that you're still Britney. Get out there. And she said, I wasn't ready. I wasn't in a mentally good space. I was just struggling. And she was forced to do this fucking VMAs performance. And let's bring up it without the audio so we don't get copyrighted. But it's crazy to see what she was going through. Like you can see it on her face. Yeah the pain that she's in and she was so ridiculed for this performance and I feel guilty because I mean of course I was a teenager so but you were like also I didn't like, have that what the hell yeah I, I was I remember watching this being like disappointed and being like what happened to her like yeah. what the fuck is she on drugs like I had those thoughts yeah I mean that was what everyone was thinking and I feel like such a, a bad fan that I judged her oh, so much same this era I remember this performance so well and being like what the fuck was that but now knowing her perspective on this as she barely functioning, yes, barely like functioning. Her outfit wasn't working. She was having costume issues. Her extensions were falling out. She was still forced out there. And before this part blew my mind. Before she goes out, she saw Justin for the first time yes. in years, and he's like on top, and he's yep about to have this great performance that night. And it was a big performance for him. I think it was his Timberland or like his Nelly Furtado's collaboration i don't know i don't really care yeah, but she saw him for the first time though in years yeah backstage yep and she said specifically it's great something along the lines of she had one of the worst nights of her life in the same place that one of her exes had the best mm-hmm. night of his and that That's was just be so devastating and so I hard i can't believe her team sent her out there like this to just she said there were all these mirrors and she felt like she was looking in, or I guess they were just the TV screens, but she said it was look, like looking in funhouse mirrors because she didn't feel confident in her body. And they put her in such a really skimpy outfit. Um, and I don't think she was ready for any of this. And it just, the emotional anguish that this had on her, you can just tell she's so, you can look at her face. She's she said, so I miserable. can't believe I was going to have to go out there like this. And people ripped her apart it was insane it's really sad this is something that i've been thinking about is because there were times where like you said you know, i was judging her for, totally like, when she shaved her head i was like oh god yeah. like, she's crazy what's yep. she doing totally and just various things of i remember being like oh she's just lost it or whatever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which yeah i was young but also like it makes me very sad to know now that she was struggling so much mm-hmm. so much being in her personal tormented, life tormented being stalked by these paparazzis out of control everyone out in the of world control these tabloid magazines do you remember how big tabloids were oh, like yeah. going to the grocery store and i'd oh, always yeah. just read the covers oh yeah or and I'd then like i think the they airport. were true i would like get one for the plane yep oh yeah people magazine for the plane yeah or like teen whatever the fuck 17. j14 in teen touch pop. Teen pop in touch j14 oh wait guys i have some i have some old uh of my old some of my old like teenage magazines in my I, office i wonder if here yeah are they britney uh they might i don't remember let me i can go check real quick yeah go yeah. check go check I'm curious i feel bad too but i was just gonna say like i how would you not know 
like because like how would you know that sh- like we only saw what the media was portraying and I like that's what, what you're, yeah. yeah yeah like i well I, I think we do this with a lot of celebrities right yep. of like mm-hmm. if they do something weird or if they you know fall off the deep end or whatever especially when you're young i've gratefully been able to like like i don't really judge celebrities as if they're like having problems with their personal life you yeah. know because i'm like okay well they're human too but I think when you're young and you look up to someone like that, yeah, and then they start acting different or not doing what you, you know, right, yeah, it's not weird. the reason why you liked them. They're not like that anymore. Mm-hmm. I think you know a lot of people can say like they judged them and, yeah, I mean I I'm know. guilty of that. I think it's also the way that we as a society viewed mental health not that yeah, long totally. ago. I mean, we did not understand. I think nowadays when we see a celebrity struggling, of course there are people that make fun of them. And, yeah you know ridicule them when someone's clearly having a mental breakdown but i think the majority of people see it and think like that's that's sad this person is struggling well and there was always that thing of like they're famous and rich why would they they don't have anything to struggle about Mm -hmm. you're famous you're rich you're talented you're a singer like you're a celebrity there is no no depression for you but in reality like mental health doesn't discriminate and we all i think have sadly learned that kind of the hard way by seeing people who you would have never thought having so many issues either sadly take their lives or come out years later and be like i was so so Mm -hmm. low like i almost didn't make it through that and so i think we have a lot more compassion now or society as a whole has a lot more compassion than than they used to especially i think if any any of us were thrown into the life that she lived yeah and that level of fame and scrutiny and it is just so brutal on your mental health i can't imagine anything worse that was one thing i mean obviously I'm not that famous. I I have a YouTube following and I have pressure online. So yeah. I related to some of that in some ways and feeling like, you know, when I whenever I leave my house, I put on makeup and I try to look decent. I don't just like roll around the way I used to because I think I might run into someone. And for me, it's a good experience. I run into fans and I get to see someone and sometimes take pictures with them and it's it's fun. But I can't imagine leaving your house and being attacked by these yes. random strangers who want to see you swarm in your car and ask, mm-hmm. oh, what horrible what, moments what, can we get yeah. of you? Yeah, It's just so... I truly cannot... There's no world where I would want that life. I cannot imagine being that famous. That would be just terrible. I don't think the human body and mind is built for that type of fame. Yeah. How how would it not fuck you up mentally? Yeah, totally. Especially the way that she got it compared to everyone else. That's true. Yeah. I mean, it's so bad. Did you find those magazines? I found this one, but... I thought I had more in here. This is an old story magazine from 2011. Wow. Um, but What's the cover say? Um, Chris, uh, Kim and Chris, the end. Oh, oh it's a 72-day marriage. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, it's from uh, October uh, 2011. Dang. Wow. Yeah. There is this one in here of uh, Christina Aguilera. Yeah, train wreck. Like, oh, oh they so all mean. That's what they, they want the most unflattering yeah. things. fucking horrible. Or like, I would always see the ones where it's like, you know, someone's picture on the beach and it's like cellulite. And I'm yeah. like, Jesus, oh people. God, or like, too skinny. Yeah, well, like, well, yeah, or mm-hmm. too skinny. Yeah. Like, what mm-hmm. the fuck do you people want? And it's always women. Well, yep. 90% of the time it's women getting yep. the scrutiny. Literally like, 99% what do you want? of the time. Up, you lose weight, now you're skinny and have yeah. a disorder. Up, you gain weight, now you have celluloid. Now you're like fat and ugly and should get off yeah. the beach. Like, what the fuck do you want I know, especially after people? she had a baby, too. Yeah, yeah she like, talked just, about that. Yeah. Oh, it's fucking horrible. But yeah, I definitely recommend checking out the um, VMA's performance because it is really eye-opening when you, if you read the book and then watch that performance. Um, yeah. 
to me, it was like watching a horror movie almost. It is so eerie, especially with the song playing Give Me More, which it made me think more about that song. Is that mm-hmm. almost like give me, give me more. Like everyone wants more yeah. from her, you know, center of attention mm-hmm. talks about cameras circus. are flashing, you know? Yes. The circus. I think so many of her songs have hidden messages in oh, there. Absolutely. And it is just to watch the audience judging her. They go to all these different people, P Diddy and mm-hmm. 50 cent and watching their reactions. And everyone is like looking like, eee. and then, so she, as soon as this performance ends, she goes back and she's sobbing. And then Justin's out there performing. And while she's in the back performing, sobbing her eyes out sarah silverman gets up there dude fuck her says the meanest shit i've ever heard let's take a look at it because if you haven't seen this i can't believe this type of shit was just accepted back then Mm -hmm. like if someone did this nowadays oh my god Mm -hmm. 25 years old and she's already accomplished everything she's going to accomplish in her life it's it's mind blowing, and she's There's so grown up. She's laughing. a mother, you know. It's crazy. It's oh. weird to oh. think that Levine. Levine. just a few years ago on this very show, <laughs> she was this like <laughs> sweet, innocent little girl in slutty clothes, riding around with a python. Have you seen Britney's kids? Oh my God, they are the most adorable mistakes you will ever see. That is so, so fucked up. They're, they're as cute as the hairless vagina they came out of. This is also like, oh, oh, oh. yeah, the, fuck all what? these. I'm these serious? are her. They're this cute, you guys. These are her coworkers. Ah, like they oh. know what it's like. Fuck oh. all of those people. What was that, Jamie Fox? What is he doing? Like, oh my, that is evil. No, it's so that evil. blew me away. I can't and believe she's like sobbing that was in the said. back. I honestly feel so bad for her for that night. Dude, same. Meeting her ex, going out, having a bad performance because she already feels like shit, going behind the uh, scenes or backstage and sobbing and then listening to this crap later on. Yeah, she didn't even know. And then getting ripped for months afterwards. Yeah. Well, she said that she didn't listen to this until afterwards. So, like, I mean, thankfully for that, but, like, still, like, having someone say all these vile, (sighs) disgusting things about you, and, I mean, they probably don't even know her. Like, it is all... Right after she performed. You get off the stage, you're trying your best after such a hard moment and then she's ripping it's just so fucking evil god just treated like she's not even a human it's truly insane okay so let's move on to k-fed in his rap career mm-hmm. big arby's commercial make a superstar he's like we got the meats <laughs> yeah she talks about how he got like a super bowl commercial where they were literally making fun of him and he was all pumped about oh, it. He was he, like, oh, yeah. I'm making it big now. Mm-hmm. 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 He was trying to get his rap career going. And it's crazy, too, because that Matt Lauer interview again, I just recommend watching it because they start making fun of him in there. And this is when all this was going by, behind the scenes. Yeah. And she doesn't she stands by him and is like, I don't think people should be mean to him. And it's like hurtful to hear all of this. And- Which just makes me sad because it just shows what a good person, what a good heart she has when everyone's being so cruel to her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, you'd think you'd want to like lash out and be like, yeah. well, fuck you guys then. Yeah. you like, you think I'm so imperfect? Well, look at, mm-hmm. you know, how about this person and this yeah. person? They got skeletons in their closet, whatever. And she, she doesn't. She's no. like sticks up for people. And after so many people yeah. hurt her, like everybody right. in her life has screwed oh, her over. God, screwed her over. Yeah. And Kevin really did. It was interesting hearing about that and how he was never around for the kids and he was made out to be this great dad yeah. and and he was gone most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, she talks a lot about the birth of her boys and what that experience was like and becoming a mother and what a happy time that was for her, but also really difficult. 
um, how it made her a different person and all she the, was depressed. Yeah, it made her feel angry and like really protective. Wouldn't let her mom hold the baby for two months. Mm-hmm. And I totally get that. I mean, the hormones are pretty crazy. There was one part where she said, when I had the babies, part of me became a baby. And I really related to that because it, it brings you back to a, a whole new world. I mean, having having a child is just such a transformative experience. And for her to have to to deal with everything that she was while having her babies, the paparazzi following her around, taking pictures of her every move, yeah. I cannot imagine. Yeah. No. Um, just scrutinizing her, saying she's a horrible mom. That was such a narrative that was going on, on in the tabloids and everything. When meanwhile, she loves her children. And, you know, the book gets into a lot about how her children, how she lost custody of the kids at certain points in her life. And I'm sure that there's a lot that was left out of the yeah. book that, cause a lot of it doesn't really make sense how it got to that point. But there was one night where she had her mom babysit and she went out with Paris Hilton and Lindsay Lohan and they were just drinking and having fun. And, and it kind of spiraled from there and her kids were taken away. Um, and then Kevin, you know, filed for a divorce Yep. or she, no, no, she filed for divorce and they tricked her. Yeah. They convinced her that she should file for divorce. He was going to do it. Mm-hmm. And the reason they did that was because if she was the one who filed, then she would have to pay for his legal fees. So that just fucked her. And so also everyone, like, the no one was like, out Oh, you're breaking his heart. You're breaking mm-hmm. another guy's heart. Yep. When it was totally or Kevin. And meanwhile, behind she closed doors are like, if you don't do this, he's going to. Yeah, that was a crazy time too. And and that's another point where I really judged her. I was like, why are you with this trash? I remember just thinking like, what the fuck? Yeah. Going, you know, I judged her so much. I really feel guilty about it. And I mean, the world did. Yeah. So I wasn't alone on that. But it's just like, you know, seeing this as an adult, hearing all the, the behind the scenes, it, it just makes you see it all in, in a very different light. It does. Yeah. Her ex-husband, Kevin, or whatever, I don't, I'm pretty positive she mentioned it in the book, but... In 2008, he was like named Father yeah. of oh, yeah. the Year yep. in a, at a Vegas club or something. Mm-hmm. That's great, mm-hmm. Father of the Year. She said he was barely around. I don't want to get too much into that part, though. I, I really want to encourage people to actually read this to or to listen to it, like we did. <laughs> but um, I'm trying to think of what other parts I want to touch on. Shaving her head and how it was a big fuck you to the world, and just the, you know, how she always knows that men think long hair is sexy and she was like well fuck all of you i'm I'm just gonna shave it all off give him something to watch and and yeah we all saw her in that moment and just thought i remember being like oh boy she lost her shit crazy britney yep yep she was in so much pain going through so much she couldn't see her kids Mm -mm. when literally all she needed was like somebody to talk to and to you know like help her go through these really intense and hard things like yeah no, it, you no hit one a, cares about no, that. You hit a breaking point and like Yeah, that's what it was. She hit a breaking point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, imagine like I know I couldn't imagine like going everything that, that she's going through being like the focus of attention on on every like mm-hmm. tabloid. Mm-hmm. And then you Chasing do this her, thing and yeah, and like making her feel her. uncomfortable. Like there was that one guy who like one of the pops um sued her like after she like ran over his foot or something yeah. for like two hundred fifty thousand dollars. yeah they had like a big legal battle mm-hmm. over that and like i don't know she was just shafted so much like this i feel so beyond sad for her like it's devastating 
her her life story is tragic. I mean, this was like very, very upsetting to read, to listen to. I need to stop saying I read it. I can't take credit. Um, so they finally get into the whole like mm-hmm. conservatorship thing, which it didn't last very like the which, yeah the book didn't really go that deep into. Mm-hmm. And I will say, I you know I respect her for it's obviously her story, and she can tell as much or as little as she wants. As a fan, I wish there was a little bit more on that front because it was 13 years of her life Mm -hmm. and it seemed like it was kind of just like the surface layer was talked about and i do wonder if there was like something preventing her from being able to share that as in depth as she would have liked right or maybe she just doesn't want to because she doesn't need more people speculating and talking about her life who knows yeah yeah i'm i'm sure all of this she did with a ounce of reservation because it seemed like a lot of the things that she shared were moments that were already out there that she explained further. Yes. There wasn't that many new exclusive shock, things yeah. that we didn't know. It was just her perspective on things that we already knew. Right. Um, on some things. Obviously, the Justin Timberlake stuff was completely new. Um, but I would be the same way. Like, fuck all of you. who I have don't owe you anything. Cried all of this out of me for so long. I really don't owe anybody anything. Yeah. Yeah. She did talk about that guy... That Andrew Wallet, his name's literally Wallet. Yeah, the pop guy. No, he was a co-conservator. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She she revealed that mm-hmm. his salary was four hundred twenty six thousand dollars per year to keep her from spending her money. Jesus, her dad was getting what sixteen thousand yeah. dollars a month. Mm-hmm. The amount of money these people made off of her being mm-hmm. held hostage. For 13 years yep. is insane. And the way they made her perform, perform and held things over her head. And she still worked. Her children. That was what was being held from her. Yeah. You won't be able to see your kids. You can't. You're too sick to see your kids or make a decision of what meal you have to eat. But you can mm-hmm. go out and go on tour and perform for yeah. 14 hours a day. There's one time she wanted sushi two nights in a row. Her mom said she couldn't have the sushi the second night. Just bizarre stuff like that. One time she tried to take her dancers out for dinner and wanted to pay for all their meals. It was a thousand dollar tab. Yep. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't. She tried to do it from her own allowance. Yeah, she account. was at like her two thousand dollars a week, yep. and her card declined. Yeah, how embarrassing! And oh my god, that pisses me off. All of these when people were making so much. And she's off the one of her doing all the work and just suffering. Oh, dude, the anger you would have that at is all absurd. these people. Oh my god! And, and honestly, it kind of makes me look at her in a different light too. Like. She, I'm sure she's so fucking angry. Like, how could you not be? But she hasn't really displayed that no. since. And it's like, dude, like, I wish I had the calamity that you have. Like, I wish I was as calm. Oh. And I wish I, like, I was as, like, level-headed on those things. Because, mm-hmm. like, dude, like, that is, like, they are literally taking her for everything that she is and leaving yeah. her with nothing. And it's not like she's out here, like, making, you know, banking these, like, exposés or whatever like right. dude, the things that she could do to ruin people's totally. lives you know what i mean so many people she's oh, yeah. too big of a and heart it honestly sounds like she just wants peace at the end of the day like yeah. she just wants to like dance in her living room yep. go to maui be with her kids and cook once you have a sing. full picture of everything that she's been through and the torture that she's experienced since she was a child when you see the bad moments that she had the bad moments with the kids that the paparazzi caught her you know driving with her kid in her lap and <laughs> the car seat backwards or shaving her head or any time or when she got the umbrella and went after the paparazzi, all those things, none of them seem like that big of a deal to me when I think about the trauma that she went through Mm. and shaving her head. I'm like, that's the least she did. Totally. Dude, I would be, Oh my God, I can't imagine the things I would do. No, it's true. She was quite 
preserved, honestly. You know how there's always conspiracy theories about celebrities when they die that they, you know, when like that, they actually left and like staged their death yeah. to escape all this. I would do that. Mm-hmm. The life that she had, I wouldn't want any part of it. No, I'm sure. Oh my God. The fact that she didn't really get to have any of the benefits of it all either. And right. was, oh my gosh. The fact it's hard to even get words. It's insane. In rehab for that time and then obviously in the conservatorship at her house and then she talked about covid and how Mm -hmm. that like really screwed with her mental health and how you know all she wanted to do was be with her kids and you know sing when she would want to sing and dance when she would want to dance and like she there was this one time she's like oh i was backstage and everyone was drinking and just you know having a good time and i couldn't even have like a rum and coke Mm -hmm. oh yeah and her dad was able to Mm mm-hmm So then she goes into obviously how she eventually called the police on on her dad or no, she didn't call the police. Her son called the police. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how it seemed like the thing started to kind of break open. She assaulted her son. Yeah. Uh, I wish and maybe this it it seemed like it happened so quick, like the conservatorship was over because she was at home or something. Mm -hmm. Or on a trip. She was on a trip. Yeah. She was in, her was her in Hawaii. Her. Yeah. And was like, it's Rosen, over. You're free. Rosenberg. Rosenberg. Yeah. And that was it. Yep. Her parents are pieces of shit. I don't know how to put it in any other way. They are fucking They're terrible. There is a They're special place in hell for Agreed. So bad. There was one part where she talks about how she was at her all-time low and her mom writes a fucking book, like a tell-all Britney book about her experience and she she specifically put it in the words, if my child was suffering the way I was and was in the pain that I was, and I as a mother got out there and did an interview with Meredith Vieira, dressed up in a little, with her little bob and whatever, yeah. and trying to look like this perfect mom, yeah. and having her moment off of her child's yeah. pain. Yeah, that is insane. It's hard to even wrap your mind around, especially now as a mom myself, I'm just like, I can <sighs> never hurt my child. It's, How could you do that to just, anyone? Like, seriously evil so evil it's so evil her dad god and jamie lynn too she talks mm-hmm. a lot about her and the way that she was treated and even though britney was suffering so much jamie would come in and act like everything was fine let's make a little reality show of sister sister talk show and just she she talks i don't interrupt you but she talks about um that performance that jamie lynn spears did yes um as like a as like a like a tribute to Britney and Britney was like, dude, she's like literally fuck you. Like don't deserve to perform that. She wanted all those years to remix her own songs and do something like that. Yes. And perform her other songs. Yes. She talked a yes. lot about that when she was, when she was in, in the Vegas. residency. Yep. That mm-hmm. she wanted to switch up the show. Her dad wouldn't let her do other songs. She was so controlled. She was doing the same thing every day, just pumping it out, making all these people money and couldn't even buy her dancers dinner. It's like, Sometimes it's hard to even that's how I felt during this whole thing is I can't believe this actually happened. Right. I can't believe it happened for so long. So long. And that no one stepped in at any point to stop it. And so many people money saw it. Yeah. Yep. And I mean, again, I truly think that her fans are the reason why she got out of that. For sure. Which is sad. For sure. And credit to all the people out there who were free Britney from the beginning. When I first saw the free Britney stuff, I was kind of like. I, I thought it was just a kind of a crazy conspiracy. Yeah. I did not mm-hmm. understand that she was actually under conservatorship and, and what all she went through. And again, I feel just so guilty. Me too. I really do. Me it's, too. Oh my God, I just, I don't know. You can't have a grasp on it and it's easy to be swayed by the media and to think, to judge people so much when you have no fucking idea what's We going were on. talking about this before we started recording, just how 
brutal people who were doing interviews could get they could get away with like so much shit the diane sawyer interview is insane let's watch that the stuff that they ask her is insane insane and she talked about how when she started getting famous and she was hanging out with justin they would go do interviews and the questions that she would get asked compared to what he would get asked are so dish they'd be like asking him about his Uh career and stuff and they'd be asking her like did you get a boob job you She's a bad like 16. <sighs> Diane's Let's boy. Roll them all. Roll them all. Okay. Fuck Diane. Full expose. We're going to no, start with. No, seriously. Diane can suck it. <laughs> she can. Hate We're her. Start about uh, with this one of Diane asking she about. She has so Timberlake. much mean girl energy. You can just tell oh, she was a bitch growing up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. She's mean in this. Diane. I'm single right now. Completely single. So. Something about the way you say that, completely single. It's it's a good thing. I mean, of course you get lonely sometimes, but I like, I need to, I like being by myself right now. I think it's good for me. But Fargo, y'all give me a group hug. Okay. In some ways, she's like a laboratory experiment in the insulating power of relentless fame. What is she talking about? She's a scientific experiment? No anonymity for trial and error and embarrassing choices. After the feral frenzy, what she's called a regrettable near fling. With Fred Durst of Limp Biscuit, who raced to the airways to boast. She's trying to play me out a little bit because she's Britain Spirit. But it's an embarrassment that she slept with you? I mean, what are you, a bad person? <laughs> you said recently, I'm not doing so good with relationships. No, I'm not. It's hard for me to let people in. She just says she's single, Diane. You can bop me. I have to ask a couple of things about Justin. Okay, of course. He has gone on television and pretty much said, you broke his heart. You did something that caused him so much pain. She should have been, she could have been like right there. So much suffering. He talked me into getting an abortion and broke up with me over text. Yeah, she could have destroyed it all right then. I was upset. I was upset for a while. We both, I think we're both really young, and it was, she was kind of waiting to this, happen. I and this wow. I will always so love him. He'll always have a special place in my heart. He is such a great person. Ugh. But you said, I've only slept with one person in my whole life, two years into my relationship with Justin. And yet he's, he's left the impression that, that you weren't faithful, that you betrayed the relationship i think everyone has a side of their story and right there she's like in um, one day i'll blow his fucking way, career up make them feel you know right before he goes on tour and i'm not technically saying he's wrong but i'm not technically saying he's right either so oh this feels really awkward right now Timberlake has made a kind of sport out of public retaliation. On a popular morning drive radio show in New York promoting his album, he has a kind of gleeful confession about their very private life. Justin Timberlake is in the house. And I just want to ask you one question. Did you Britney Spears? Jesus. <laughs> yes or no? Oh, man. Come on, man. Okay, I did it. No, yeah! It was a really weird time. Oh. There was, like, talk about our... Disgusting what we did together and like really sexually, sexually yeah. and stuff and i just felt very exploitive Ooh, knowing very what we know now too weird. Yeah. the way he said like, that he fuck you dude going fuck on these you. shows and they're asking him and he's talking you know but i'm sure and like, the fact you know, just like yeah, right now, bro like yeah. if she had been like yeah i fucked him they'd be like mm, kind of yeah. how out. does that look literally <sighs> god 
God, it's so different seeing They're it all now. So screwed by that. She yeah. really could have blown up everybody. Oh, yeah. Just says so much about her character that she held back. Dude, yeah. And he never did. And he got all the fame. <sighs> oh, this one is about um Oh, that nut job, Kendall Ehr- Ehrlich. Yeah. Whatever her name is. We'll, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll listen to it. Okay. Really? If I ha- This is absolute insanity. Had an opportunity to to shoot Britney Spears, I think I would. Oh, that's horrible. Well, she that's really bad. Because of the example for kids and how hard oh, it is. So you're going to kill someone? Oh, wait, so literally, wait. Die! Like, you are justifying what that nut fuck just said? What? <laughs> I can't it's believe the kids. that. She's yeah, like, but so the kids, you know, so she yeah. wants to shoot right, you. Because you're a, a good, bad example. Because that's a really good example for the kids. Shoot the person. Don't you see what she's saying? She says it's, it's because the of the kids that she wants to kids. shoot you. Wow, <laughs> Brittany. How is this allowed to air? The editor saw that and was like, oh, yeah, that's good. Oh, yeah. Roll it. <laughs> so <laughs> fuck. Editor, Kathy DeSalvo. Excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> so bad. Okay, keep going. The kids. The kids. Well, that's really sad that, that she perfect. said that. Ew. You know what? Like, I'm not. And look at her smile. You know. She's like, yeah, it's really sad. Her. Later, the governor's wife had to retract her statement because of a public outcry about her reference to God. What is wrong with you? Retract your statement? How about your ban from Twitter? Goodbye. And then she remade them in her image. She'd be like arrested for that. Only thing she'd like to shoot her. It was us earlier. In the past two years, that image has taken a highly explicit turn as she searched for a new edge. We wondered, does she care what her old fans, those kids, think, for instance, about this? So here's the oh, she talked about that in her for book. the last yep. time ever Madonna kiss. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she talks so a lot about Madonna in general. That she had this idea for a little peck. And then you gave her a real kiss. Is this the way it happened? Well, yes, it was her idea. We were in rehearsals and um, she's like, look, maybe we should kiss her. I'm like, okay. All right. And we never really did it in rehearsal. When we um, actually got on stage and we did it, it's like when you have all those lights, you really let go. And we really did it. You said there's no tongue action here. Oh, of course there was Compared no to tongue. Well, now, it looked like it. Why was this a big no, deal? Who cares? Yeah. Look at this. They're like <laughs> screenshotting well, it. I can see how you say that because it if gets our a mouths little... were a little open. Dan's like, can you reenact this, please? With me? Can you, like, show me how it happened? like, show me the kiss, Brittany. Oh, my God. Diane. Fucking Diane. There's so many parts in that interview, too. We have another pit. Another bit. This last one. Another pit. I definitely recommend this. Watching this video. Yeah, watch the whole thing. Yeah. Get to the next stage. She's made her zone racier than ever. For instance, on the new album, a song called Breathe On Me. What a fucking whore. She tried to tell me it's just about breathing. We think that's what it's talking about. It says that's what it says. It says breathe on me. That's it. I I know what it says, but one of us wasn't born yesterday. (laughs) Do you really think that's all it's talking about? One of us wasn't born yesterday. Well, I think it's supposed to get you in the mood. You know, like certain songs get you in the mood to feel a certain tension or a certain vibe. And the girl who always played it close to the line on how much skin she showed posed <laughs> like this fucking for crop top magazine. Hell? Consider the line officially crossed. <laughs> what happened to your clothes? <laughs> what 
What is it about? Yeah. It's about doing a, a, a beautiful picture. Is it about shocking people? About shocking? You yeah. know what? I feel no, comfortable is... in my skin. I think it's a, an okay thing to um, express yourself. Have you, you seen... You know, I, compared I to, to what people dress now. Hudson, she's 22. She's in sheets. Jennifer Lopez, yeah. she poses very yeah. provocatively sometimes. But Christina Aguilera, what's, what's the big deal when I do it? <laughs> like, come on! You know? I don't understand. I think everybody always thought you had a different relationship to young girls. Everyone now, they look back and they're like, what happened to your sweet image that you used to be? And I'm like, then when I came out, you thought I was too provocative. It's like you can never win. Yeah. No matter what you do, at the end of the day, you can't please everybody. You know, I'm not here to please. Ugh. Have you ever gone further than you wish you had? What gone kind of yeah. fucking question is that? Um, no. I don't think so. No. <laughs> okay. Now, those are a little much. Yeah, those are a little, um... Yeah, how is it any... fucking hot. Yeah, go her. I was like, all right, let's go ahead and do it. And then Meredith let's jet. jealous. And I didn't have approval. I mean, Diane, That's Diane. That's one picture, <laughs> I must say, great. that I felt Diane's kind of jealous. about. Yeah. Wish you hadn't done it. Look at her holding She's like slut-shaming her. Yeah. yeah. Her, her mom. Face. You wish you hadn't but, done hey, this. It's from it. Yeah, it's so bad. Take and then a hike. There's another clip, too. I mean, there's a bunch of crazy clips from that interview, but where she's shaming her about her shopping addiction. Oh, yeah. It's like, isn't it an addiction? <laughs> isn't like, it an addiction? Yeah, it's just crazy. <laughs> Brittany's like, no. She's like, if I want to buy a $1,000 pair of shoes, then yeah, I work she's like, my ass off. And she's like, I normally don't anyway. And she's like, I think she says that like her her assistant had to like talk her into into buying the shoes or something and like splurge on herself yeah yep dude this this the world the world is so different anyways these all these interviews they're just how can we exploit her as much as possible and get those ratings up get her to cry in the matt lauer interview she cries and it's really Mm -hmm. sad he asks her what what is it going to take for the paparazzi to leave you alone and she just breaks down and it is really upsetting to see um they don't care. They were, I'm sure when that happened, he was like, oh, or the producers were like, all right, especially with what we know about him now. He's a piece. Oh, yeah. I forgot mm-hmm. all about his yep. accusations. Oh, he's Button Boy. Wait, what happened? Remember he had this little secret button on his desk? Yes. Button people Boy. In his room? Yes. Mm-hmm. What a creep. I forgot yep. about all that. Remember that, yep. Probably No. Oh, yeah. He, he like, he's done. Sexually assaulted a bunch of people. He's He, he had a button where he would press it under his desk and he would lock mm-hmm. the door. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. There's a show called The Morning Story or like Morning News something like that. But Oh yeah. That's what that happened. Apple TV show. Mm-hmm. That's about him kind of, right? I think I mean, I guess I didn't know this who this guy was, but oh, I'm yeah, watching it's like the based show on and, Matt Lauer. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah, well, I gotta damn, watch that. I had no idea about this. Really Badass Lauer. Oh yeah, he's What he's a, a fucking spree. I forgot about him. The ass. interview's horrible. Ew. He's just uh pushing her so far. All right, well there is some of our thoughts on the book do any of you have anything else you want to bring up that really stood out to you or moments that you thought were interesting honestly one thing that i thought was really interesting was how she was talking about um like she wasn't that big of a partier she says Mm -hmm. she enjoyed a party she liked to go out and have fun Mm -hmm. but she didn't do any hard drugs she drank sometimes um, she she, has, she thinks she said like she couldn't even handle weed or she anything. She said she like smoked it once and hated it or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that um, Paris Hilton was one of the few people in the industry industry that 
really was sweet to her mm-hmm. and nice to her and just accepted her and kind of yeah brought her in and, and they partied sometimes and, and and i think Brittany says that paris's like party persona was nothing like it actually like they made it seem to be mm-hmm. yeah that she mm-hmm. didn't actually go that crazy and yeah sure there are times when they would you know go a little crazy but isn't that just part of being in your 20s anyway being young mm-hmm. and living you know your I mean? life yeah but yeah i thought that was really really interesting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is such a misconception too that so many people think she was on really hard drugs and had all these you know yeah, I mean, in her book, she talks beyond. about how she, mm-hmm. she did Adderall because it helped her depression. She said that everyone else around her said she had a drinking problem, but she didn't think she did. And she would drink for fun, but never like yeah excessive. I don't know. I don't know. It's a really good book, though. I highly recommend um, taking a listen or a read. And it's not that, it's not that long to listen no. to. It's like five, five hours. six hours. Yeah. yeah, really good. Twice speed, it's three hours. It's exactly. like two or three sesh episodes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, give it a listen. Yeah. Support our girl. Speaking of Paris, she dressed up as as Britney for Halloween. Oh, did she actually? Yeah, she oh. did the the classic toxic airplane outfit. Oh, love that for mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. Also, speaking of Paris, yes, yeah. Let's talk about this. Speaking of public scrutiny, yeah, public Who's scrutiny. In Mama Bear mode. So her son Phoenix Baron, who's only eight months old, she went on Instagram, posted a picture of him, and people are ripping this poor baby up. It just shows you humanity. A baby, a literal baby, is getting shit already. Mm-hmm. So mean. They're making fun of the shape of his little head. Yeah, I think he's cute. He's adorable. Are you kidding me? He's so cute. Her first she baby. Go, people are like, that baby neck's stronger than your relationship with your father, or with the father. God, um, people are The baby ruthless. needs the helmet. Things some babies wear to help with the shape, sometimes like that. And I don't know the name, but many parents go to the doctor for this. Okay, you don't think Paris Hilton is taking your yeah, kid to the doctor? Stupid are people thinking they're going to be the one to let her know. That like, is always like your Instagram favorite. picture. Here's my diagnosis. Yeah. Why do people think that anyone needs to have comments about something like that? I know. On it? Like, it honestly blows my mind, especially with celebrities, that people mm-hmm. will just comment and like try and diagnose them or tell them what like they oh, need. Oh, people I'm do like, that to me all the time. Like, you think you haven't gone to the fucking doctor? Yeah, people will tell me I need to get my thyroid checked all the time. Because I have my thyroid is inflamed because like, I have Hajimoto's disease. I, I was diagnosed at seventeen. Most I of know. the time, people are doing it out of you know, like good intentions, but a lot of people are just. Sometimes people act like you're just dumb and you you have no idea I mean, what's going on with your own body. Like I can I can see it. I know. Um, I think about it all the time. Have you noticed <laughs> the acne on your face? Oh no, man, yeah, that's good. Yeah, never seen it before. Remember that people used to leave you comments saying, yeah, like, you should wash like, your face." You should Janelle. wash your face. Um, mile higher. Used to not wear makeup. Wash your face. Like a few years ago, it was really bad. My because my skin hurts so bad. I just didn't want to wear, wear makeup. And yeah, people would comment, be like, "Um, have you tried washing your face?" I'm like, no, never have. But thank you so much for the for the fucking help. Or like, yep. um, you have really bad acne on your on your cheek. I'm like. Oh yeah, thank you for that. That is so. Mean. Captain, obvious. I had no idea I could wash my face. I've been sleeping in my makeup every day of my life. I had no idea. I just keep adding on, layering it oh, on. Oh, and they're like stuff like that. I was like, just anything. Trying wash your face. That's that's the cause of it. Yep, yep. It'll go away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. I was thinking about the other day because I have. I'm having really bad hormonal acne right now. It's very upsetting and frustrating. And to people out there who know, you know, it's just shitty. And I was like, what would I, what would happen if I just got on camera with no makeup on? I can't even imagine how mean people would be. 
the comments would be so brutal. I mean, people pointed out when I do have makeup on. Like, shut up. Like every little thing. You're so scrutinized. People are so mean. The internet can be so brutal. And I, um, we just have like the tiniest little fraction of what celebrities go through. But man, I would be next level if someone was making fun of my kid. Mm-hmm. Your innocent child. Like <sighs> that poor child. I know. And her. That's painful. I know. I feel bad for her. Yeah. I like Paris Holton. I do too. She seems like a good person. So she's been through a lot too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she has mm-hmm. with Provo Canyon and mm-hmm. everything. Didn't she do that documentary, like exp- yeah, expose about them? Yeah, we're hoping to do an episode of Mile Higher pretty soon on things related to that. Mm-hmm. Working on it now, but yeah, she's been a good voice for all of that. So she makes a statement saying living life in the spotlight comments are inevitable, but targeting my child or anyone else's for that matter is unacceptable. This hurts my heart more deeply than words can describe. I've worked hard to cultivate an environment that is all about love, respect, acceptance, and I expect the same in return. If I don't post my baby, people assume I'm not a great mother. And if I do post him, there are some people who are cruel and hateful. I'm a proud working mom and my baby is perfectly healthy, adorable, and angelic. I've dreamt of being a mom for as long as I can remember. Phoenix is my world and he has been the biggest blessing in my life every day with him is a reminder of what truly matters it's hard to fathom there are people in this world who would target such innocence i hope that people can treat one another with more kindness and empathy everyone's like on one these days i feel like oh yeah people have always been on one true but yeah the internet's gotten pretty brutal so mean all these people behind the keyboard will say look how cute he is oh he's adorable mouth his little shoes he's so cute and then, yeah, like she said, you can't win. You don't no. post your kid. You're a bad mom. You don't like your kid. What's wrong with your kid? You're hiding mm-hmm. your kid. Yep. You post your kid. Oh, you're fucking this up. You don't. You she, Like, there's so many people who, oh, don't let them eat this. Why are you letting yeah. them wear that? Yep. How could they be sitting on that? Mm-hmm. You know, blah, blah, blah. You should check. Like, shut up. Oh, my God. Yeah, I got a taste of that one time when I, I was taking Holly on a walk and I had her in her car seat because it's also a stroller. I've told this story before, but she wasn't in the car. We were rolling around the neighborhood and her the straps like you don't even have to buckle your your baby in especially at that age they're, when they're, you're, what are they gonna do sit up walk, exactly walk like, she just has no strength but i still buckled it because i was so like cautious at the oh. time that i buckled her in and then people were just the amount of messages i got and a lot of them were mean like what the fuck are you doing some of them were out of caution i think and just trying to i don't know help a new mom but some of them were just brutal i had to post something that was like we weren't in the car Yes, I know how to strap my child into the car seat in the car. We weren't in the car. Good like, Lord. God, like people are just. And so now I'm like, I'm not, I'm not reading any of these messages anymore. Or any, any, whatever. You can't win. No, you can't. People are so brutal. You have to get a really thick skin to be a celebrity of that stature mm-hmm. too. Like Harrison. Mm-hmm. Ooh, can't imagine. I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. Okay, moving on. Um, We came across this incident that happened on alaska airlines so basically a 44 year old pilot's name is joseph emerson he was off duty while traveling in the cockpit jump seat of a flight from washington to san francisco and this happened back on october 22nd so a little background he joined alaska air group as a horizon air force officer in august of 2001 and then in 2012 he left horizon to join virgin airlines as a pilot and then in 2016 he became an alaskan airlines first officer after alaska acquired virgin america so anyways he has been a pilot for several years now he lives with his wife sarah stretch and has two young boys they live in pleasant hills california and on october 22nd 
About an hour into the flight from Washington to San Francisco, he allegedly suffered a mental breakdown and pulled his headphones out and told the captain and first officer, I am not okay. And then he jumped up and tried, reached for the controls of the cockpit to attempt to cut the plane's engine by pulling the fire extinguisher handles, um, which would have cut off fuel to the engine, causing the plane to go down. So there's actually a video here of the air traffic control. Let's listen to that so you can get an idea of what happened. Okay, I'll just uh, give you a heads up. We've got the uh, guy that tried to shut the engines down uh, out of the cockpit, um, and he uh, doesn't sound like he's causing any issue in the back right now. I, I think he's the dude. Other than that, uh, yeah, we want law enforcement as soon as we get on the ground and park. So scary. Um, so yeah, the pilot who was actually flying the plane at the time was kind of like fighting with Joseph while the first officer declared an emergency. And then um, it took them about like 90 seconds to get him under control. So then he left the cockpit and made his way back to the back of the plane where like the flight attendants are and stuff and basically told them that you need to cut me off right now or it's going to get bad. Then he was restrained by the flight attendants and then put in a seat. And one of the flight attendants reported that as the plane descended, Joseph tried to grab the handle of the emergency exit, but was blocked. Oh, my God. He, yeah, he was totally having a... So scary. Oh, my God. I can't imagine being one of those passengers, man. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the passengers, like, didn't know anything was going on until one of the flight attendants made an announcement that there was an emergency situation that the plane had to immediately land. Once the plane landed, he was taken into custody and interrogated by the police, and he admitted to everything. He said, I'm admitting to what I did. Um, I'm not fighting any charges you want to bring against me, guys. And he actually admitted to pulling the jet's emergency shutoff handles that control the engine fuel and said the reason he did it was because he believed he was dreaming and wanted to wake up. The officer asked Joseph if he was trying to take his life, and he did not answer the question, but instead responded by saying he was trying to wake up and he did not feel that this was real. And he also admitted to having a nervous breakdown that he hadn't slept in 40 hours and also admitted to trying psychedelic mushrooms for the first time 48 hours prior to the flight. It almost sounds like he was experiencing derealization. Yeah. Like just completely out of body. Probably. And, yeah. Well, I mean, not sleeping for 40 hours is Yeah, that'll do it horrible. too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he also had told the officers that he was struggling with depression for six years and that his best friend recently passed away. Oh, Jesus. He didn't yeah. appear to be intoxicated like during the actual interrogation, though. Alaska Airlines also reported that neither the gate agents or the flight crew noticed any signs of impairment that could have barred him from the flight, you know, before he got onto it. But here's the crazy part. He was booked into jail on 83 yeah. counts of attempted murder. 83 counts of recklessly endangering another person and one felony count of endangering an aircraft. Some crazy charges. Yeah, I mean. But I, I see I, why. I don't know. It's really it's tough. It's really tough. Yeah. Yeah. But he, he could have, I mean, could have been really, really bad. Um, Joseph Sawyer spoke for him and pled not guilty to all of the state charges. He also could face up to additional charges as the FBI is still investigating it. So things could, you know, get even worse for him, sadly. Um, obviously, Alaska Airlines removed him from service and he will no longer be flying. Um, but it's sad because, like, so many people who knew him said that, like, he wasn't like this and he would never do that. His family is distraught. There's neighbors of them or of his sharing their thoughts of how 
you know, they're shocked that this would happen and that he would do something like this. Yeah, let's take a look at that. Neighbors describe Joseph David Emerson as a family man who loves his wife and two children. He's a very uh, good dad as far as I could tell. And, you know, he's always playing with the kids, always doing things for them, taking them places. He also liked to take flight as a commercial pilot for Alaska Airlines, neighbors say. Every time we go to Seattle, we, we're like, that could be our neighbor driving us, riding us there, piloting us there. But when I, when I heard the news, I'm like, what? It's near Seattle where a Horizon flight took a turn on Sunday, never reaching San Francisco. Emerson was in the jump seat behind the pilots, accused of trying to shut the engines down mid-flight with dozens of passengers on board. It just is very surprising. The plane landed safely in Portland. Emerson's now facing 83 attempted oh. murder charges and others for reckless endangerment. It's scary. You hope that people are vetted. The California Pilots Association says any off-duty pilots using the jump seat are extensively vetted. Outside Emerson's home, a sign reads, free flying lessons, inquire inside, but no one came to the door. He didn't talk about his job much, but he loved what I could tell, being a pilot and, you know, getting new training and just enjoying his job. In other news, pranksters are out of control, people. Hide your wives, hide your babies, because... (laughs) Pranks is out here hitting 19 year old Alford Lewis, a pranker out of Houston, Texas, 19 years old, punched two men for a TikTok prank video, straight up assaulted these guys. Um, this happened Thursday, October 26th in Harris County, Texas. He is seen punching two men on two separate instances in the back of the head, absolutely decking them as they're just walking along on a park trail, all for his TikTok video to get views and check out the clip for yourself. You can do anything if it's a prank. Just say, just kidding. Yeah, it's a prank, bro. It's literally a prank. Chill. How soft are you? Place where two unsuspecting oh, look at that. Oh, it looks so painful. Not only were the two innocent victims targeted in separate the attacks, fuck, bro. Were what is the prank? Social media. It's straight up filming assault and then posting it, and this type of stuff gets views. Um. So, local Houston news, ABC 13, share what they heard from him. Let's take a look. 19-year-old Alfred Lewis admitted he was the teen on video wreaking havoc. He's pretty proud text, of himself. He wrote, quote, it was a prank. He's like, oh, yeah. I had no problem with the man. I wasn't trying to Dude, this to makes me look him. even worse. I was just hanging out with <laughs> Look how they spelled TikTok. I know. <laughs> and so, yeah, I didn't mean it. Didn't mean to harm anybody. The video they shows a gun T-I-C. in He had also had a gun. Okay. That's great. That's frightening. That's really, really lovely. America. So- he also told reporters, you know, I just made a mistake and everyone makes mistakes. I really didn't expect for it to go so left, you know. I knew from the video all you can see is the bad part about it. But what people don't see is that I shook his hand after and gave the man a hug. See, he's a nice young man. Little he didn't tap. mean it. It was just a mistake. It was a mistake. Uh-huh. Whoopsie. This dude should be so. We have no like. No, I yeah, I couldn't find anything either. Me like, neither. That that's like all I could so find. Were you arrested? Yeah. Like I know. Yeah, what the fuck? No, Did that's what press... people on Twitter are wondering. What the fuck's going to happen with this? I wonder if the 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 uh, the uh, people who were assaulted are going to press charges. They should. I would I need to make an example out of dude, him. Like he came at them like full force, like to yep. the ground, mm-hmm. like knocked them the fuck out. And anything they're unsuspecting. For anything for clout. Hmm. Oh, I just, there's a, I think the oh. the latest is that police open investigation. Oh, good. Good. Well, there's, 
You not much investigating to do. Stupid, it's all on stupid, film. stupid. Yeah. How dumb can you? I didn't be? expect it to go so left by literally hitting people in the back so of the left. head. Bro, <laughs> why are people what? freaking out? I don't understand. It's funny, crazy, absolutely insane. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody, Everybody has, has that those ways. Oh. Everybody <laughs> Everybody gets that way. Sometimes you just hit people in the back of the head. Whoops. Yeah. Yes, yeah. You guys are referencing Hannah Montana, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay, okay. What'd you think? I don't know. I wasn't sure if like maybe my, my age was showing. Oh, okay. Miss Young. My youngin. baby age. Baby age. How Corelli. old were you when Hannah Montana was out? Yeah. Um. I mean, I was in like elementary school. I used to love Hannah Montana. My Me sister too. loved her too. I was in middle school. Yeah, well, where did you in, graduate? Like, elementary. High school again, Carly? Me? Yeah. 2016. Gosh, that's crazy. Okay, so that's three where years you got after married. Me. That's who you got married. Mm-hmm. Crazy. When did when when did you guys graduate? I graduated in twenty seven. Uh, high school in twenty thirteen. Twenty eleven. Twenty eleven. Mm-hmm. Kendall's in here. Old. Yeah, old books. Yeah, we are. I'm kidding. Been around the block. Oh yeah, we know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Just> kidding. <laughs> <I'm> kidding. <laughs> Last but not least, we do have an update here about Janelle Evans. Last time we talked about yep, yep. her and her husband. Um, Jace had recently been, you know, talked about running away several times. Three times in a month. Mm-hmm. The first time was back in mid-August when he ran away from school. And Janelle's kind of been like, oh, well, he's an angsty teen. And, mm-hmm. you know, was upset that he got in trouble at school, which resulted in his phone getting taken away. So that's why he ran away. Um, And as a reminder, Barbara, who's Janelle's mom, had custody of Jace for years until March of this year. And after Jace ran away from school, Barbara accused Janelle of taking him off his ADHD medication, which she thinks contributed to him running away. Because I guess he'd been on the medication for seven years and was also regularly seeing therapy. And then back in September, Jace snuck out of a window and ran into the woods, which prompted his name to be added to the National Database for Missing Persons. Um, He left his phone behind. Then the third time he ran away only two weeks later and Janelle called the cops to report him missing. He was found 16 hours later, and they started looking at a possible child neglect case uh, as a, after he ran away for the third time. He also reported that his stepdad was assaulting him. Mm-hmm. And police um, said they found um, visible bruises. bruises on his arms and neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And we've talked a lot about David. David. David, this guy is, Eason. sounds honestly scary. A piece of shit. Um, But yeah, he has now been charged with child abuse. CPS and the Columbus County Sheriff's Department have been involved in this investigation since his last runaway attempt. And he was charged with child abuse, but has not been arrested and hasn't turned himself in, according to the um, county clerk. So more will be happening there for sure. Now, he didn't address the allegations, but he did post an Instagram story with a link to his music on Spotify earlier. He wait. He has music. Yeah, mm-hmm. he makes music. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Can I hear it? Probably copyright us. No, you could probably. I'm sure we could pull it up. Can we just hear like a second of it? Yeah, it's on Spotify. I've got to know what this dude's music sounds like. Yeah, let's. Yes, let's look it up. It's like, um, why are all the teen mom people getting into music? Like the one <laughs> guy know. that you just showed yeah, me, yeah, Tyler, Tyler Baltiera. Yeah. I think this one is his uh, official. Good. Special music bid. Oh, Slayer. Oh, oh I thought it was a bear screaming. a monster. <laughs> okay, so he's, he's joking. Right? This has to be a joke. He's not joking. I don't think he's just joking. Oh, 
Wait, why does he have so many cans down there? Do you think Janelle shot him? <laughs> oh, that was a cool motorcycle move. Oh, oh, Janelle! No way. Oh, no. Oh, no. No. This is very bad. Shut up. I gotta like cleanse my eyes. That was insane. <laughs> it's wow. called the name of the song is "Please Don't Make Me." Thank mm. you. What? <laughs> Please don't make me go to jail. <sighs> a few weeks back, will. a judge ordered Janelle to bring in her two younger children and for questioning without David present. I'm assuming that's where they found out all this information. Um, apparently, during this hearing, a caseworker scolded Janelle for making it difficult for CPS to interview the kids. On previous occasions, then on the 24th, she was walking into the Columbus uh, County Courthouse and she was required to attend court on Wednesday for her ongoing custody battle with her mom. Um, The case is being continued and there will be another court date soon. After the court hearing, she there's a picture of her flipping, I believe, flipping off Mm -hmm. the camera. And then she also posted a TikTok. Let's watch that. First of all. I'm going to do what my lawyer advises me. And if that's to protect my privacy against paparazzi, then yeah, I'm going to ask if I can sit in my car instead of being bombarded like a Brady moment. Like, you guys should have saw that shit. When I came out of the courtroom, there's paparazzi sitting there waiting at the door for me. I had to cover my face with Ensley's um, sweater all the way to my car. Actually, to my lawyer's car. And then he had to drive me to my car because we had to do a little getaway. So, yeah, if you see pictures out there on TMZ or whatever, there was a paparazzi at the courthouse. I tried to cover my face. And if I loved the attention, I would have been like, hell yeah, pose, pose, pose. Let's take some pics. But you got to admit, my makeup looks pretty damn good today. (laughs) The whole point you're missing with this whole case is that it's about my son's mental health. And I will continue to say that. No matter what you guys say, this is about my son's mental health. That's it. Y'all can hate me as much as you want. It's not going to stop me from posting content. It's not going to stop me from being the best mother I can be. And it's not going to cause me to get into the depression where I just run and hide in a hole. You can try to do what you want, but I'm taking care of my mental health. And I will make sure that I'm completely fine. And so are my kids. So continue to harass me. I'm going to stand strong. And I'm going to support my husband because I know the truth. God knows the truth. And you don't. And if you are dying to know what happened today with the court case, it got continued. I want to make sure that I'm the first one to tell y'all before something gets leaked again. Because if something gets leaked again, I would love to know who it is. And I'm going to subpoena everyone's okay, records. That's, she I, hasn't been charged yet, but there's a possibility she could be. Yeah. She and posts, I mean, she should if... if God, well, yeah. There's a lot. That Although we she went on Instagram and was like, Columbus County Sheriff's Department, I believe, is the one doing the smearing campaign against my husband and needs to be held responsible. Literally, they told details to the media about a minor and gave no fucks. Have the emails to prove it. An open investigation is supposed to be kept private under all circumstances, especially when it involves kids. She okay. said, let's go to court. I've been waiting on our day. I feel so violated by the system. Wait until the day you hear the truth. You will be begging me not to sue. 
I just really feel bad for these kids for all this trauma that they're going through to be displayed publicly too. Yeah. We'll see David's what happens with David. Bad guy. Though. I was going to say he's very scary to me. Yeah. With his track record. Yeah. I'm, sh- I'm wondering where this is going to go from there. There is a bunch of other drama going on with them. That's not worth getting into, but they're currently not following each other on social media and, He's sending stuff out and, you know, talking to an ex. And there, it's just a bunch of stuff that I don't think is worth talking about today. Yeah. But hopefully she'll leave him. Mm. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. And hopefully he is held accountable for all this. Piece of shit. Well, his rap career seems to be like it might be over before <laughs> it really got started. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> what a shame. He's so good. I don't know. He was really good. Not as good as... Um, the other guy, Tyler. Tyler? I like Everybody Tyler. Everybody is lost like me. Yeah, that, that was that was rough. But I liked Tyler. Oh my god, dude, that was so funny the way you pranked me with that. Do you remember that? <laughs> we did. We told we told Corelli that that song. It's by Tyler Baltiera. He said it was like Little Peep or something. Get lost like me. Yeah, we we told you it was uh, Lil Xan. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> we well. Told, we told Janelle's but. <laughs> I told Beyonce. John that I was like, listen to this fucking song. And we started playing it. And I was like, guess who this is? And he was like, I don't know. I was like, just guess. He goes, Lil Xan. And I was like, no, dude, it's Logic. <laughs> and he believed him. She has he a video of it. He believed me. She was, he was like, God, was Logic's like, really gone God, downhill. God, really bad. I'm really bad now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, that's funny. I do like Tyler and Caitlin, though. I like, I like Caitlin. Mm. I the love, teen mom world. Yeah. Mom universe. God, I used to obsess that show. I haven't watched see, um, in years. Kaylin pregnant again. Kaylin, the Kaylin? blonde one. Yeah, Lowry pregnant again. Yeah, she's yeah. about to have her sixth and seventh. Holy twins. crap! Six and seven. That's a lot know, of kids. Lots of kids. I don't like. She's the one. I don't really. I don't really jive with her. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I honestly kind of forgot a lot of them. God, yeah. I used to obsess with that. I haven't show, like, really stayed up to date on any of it. To have is it still going? Time. I think so. Jesus, yeah, I think who's it is. watching it still? No offense. I don't know. I kind of want to watch it. I think it's the same thing with like a uh, family vacation. You know what I mean? I think that's still What's going that? on. Jersey, Jersey Shore. Shore. Oh, what, where vacation. are you? Sorry. I, I saw that they're... clip. That crazy clip. Which one? The new one where the, um, Ron comes in. Oh, yeah. And they like confront him and he apologizes. Boy's, like crying. Yeah. Ron. Sad. Ron, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I got to catch uh, up on sister Are you wives. friends with her? Are you friends with her? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> God, I love that show. All right. I think that's going to be it. Our sandwiches, we've eaten them all. Yeah. So we've eaten them <laughs> we all. We drank the tea. We ate the sandwiches. Time yeah. to bounce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're actually headed out to... Remember, we told you guys we were going to do our haunted houses. Well, with enough convincing, Corelli and Janelle convinced us not to do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's not mm-hmm. why. We yes. told you that the parking was bad and you were like, never mind. Okay. Yes, but you you, co- you convinced I me. I was glad that you guys said never mind on that because I was yeah. not about to go. Well, Dude. I was like, if no one wants to do it, then... Also, it's cold as fuck yeah, out here. freezing outside. I yeah, we stand had, like, out there for a damn haunted a house. foot of snow. Yeah, it's absurd. No Crazy. Thanks. Got slammed. We're doing escape houses instead. Or <laughs> escape rooms. <laughs> escape rooms. Escape yeah, room. I've never done one. so pumped. Have you guys ever done one? No, never done one. I've done one. Is it fun? Is yeah, it, it is John fun. hated it. <laughs> really? He's like, oh, suck. I'm like, well, that's great. Have you done it, Kendall? No. They're I'm excited. Fun. They could be fun. It we're doing fun. two of them, and we're going to split the office into teams. Do we know what the oh, themes which, are? No, which minds me. I got to print yes, out our names. Um, the theme, oh, the theme of the escape room? Yeah, but I don't yeah. remember what they are. Okay. I don't either. I think one's a mummy or something like that. Mm-hmm. I want to be on Kendall's team. Okay. Well, I'll try to oh. draw your name. 
me and Josh are going head to head. He was talking did shit you this think morning in the bathroom. Did you figure out your team you name? Team. No. Oh, we have to have a team name. Duh. Well, I might have to decide once I know who my team is. Okay. Then I will have a better idea of the name. Okay. All right. That's going to be it. Oh, I'm so excited. Sorry. What? I just, oh. just got a text from my nanny that my daughter had a soft poop. Oh, <laughs> thought I would leave you all with that great information. Amazing. We Yesterday was that. rough. She was a little constipated at the library. I There's sent a video worse, to Janelle and Sydney. At first, it was kind of cute. And she, you know, when you're, you're it's nothing funnier than a toddler shitting in public. Like, it's just so funny. <laughs> I was, they just drop down or like she'll like go behind the couch and then I hear her just grunting and I'm like, oh, you're just, you're just pooping just right, right now, there. aren't you? Yeah. I was taking a video of it for Sydney and Janelle and then <laughs> so it got bad after I cut the camera she was like crying Aww, and i was like oh i was like rubbing girl. her tummy on the floor of the library Aww. so it's Dude, very imagine good news. what it would be like as if i like if, if we were like adult toddlers and we just like shat in our <laughs> i know <laughs> we're right? like mid combo and all of a sudden like, i just stop and like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's hilarious it's it i honestly, feel bad for her man because we've all been there fighting for our lives during know, poop. it right? is not a good time she was looking at me like experience. help me and i was like what else do i do i'm rubbing her back or tummy I gave her some like constipation relief last night and it worked. She's good now. She had a nice soft one. So we'll leave you with that. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We will see you on the next session. But until then, keep Keep it it fresh. fresh.